beautiful. Welcome to my podcast, Life Redesigned with Lisa, where I help overwhelmed women find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. I help you discover the new you and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, and lots of joy, the way God intended it to be. So grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, Pull up a chair and let's focus in on you for a few minutes, shall we? Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of Life Redesigned with Lisa. I'm excited about today's broadcast. We are going to be talking about five ways to stop overthinking. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can get heady. (laughs) I get all caught up in the thoughts in my mind and they start racing and they lead to worry and anxiety and it's a trap. And so today I want to share a little bit with you of how we get into that mode of overthinking, why we go there, what it kind of does to us, and then give you five ways that we can stop the vicious cycle of overthinking so that we can move forward into a real wholeness and a real healing. I'm sure you're up for that, right? Ladies, first off, let me tell you this. When we have been through traumas in our life, whether it is from chronic pain, we've been diagnosed with an illness that has caused us severe chronic pain we've been dealing with with for a long time. Maybe you've gone through a betrayal. Uh, Your spouse has betrayed you and it has turned your world inside out. You've lost someone near and dear to you. Uh, Maybe it's been a parent or a child or a close friend. No matter what the trauma is in life, when we've been dealt those kind of cards in life, it can cause us to ruminate on these things. It can cause us to start thinking about them and they're like a, it's like a wheel in the mind that spins constantly. But what happens when we get into the mode of overthinking what has happened in our life, the the circumstances that we've been dealt, so to speak, when we start to overthink them, we get into areas of our peace being stolen. We get into areas where we have an increased chance of depression and anxiety in our life. So let me kind of play this out for you. Let's say that you've lost a parent. I can remember when I lost both of my parents, it was six weeks apart, and I didn't so much question or overthink my mom passing because we were prepared for that. We we had a month of this long journey of, of dealing with her cancer at the end And so there wasn't really a lot of overthinking. It was step by step and it was kind of played out. But when it came to my dad, it was very sudden and it was very traumatic. There were a lot of medical mishaps that took place. So because of that loss, I started to get into this mode of overthinking overthinking in the lines of, well, what if I had just been with him? If I would have been there, then this wouldn't have happened. Or if I would have really just stepped up and argued with the medical staff a little harder, maybe this wouldn't have happened. 
um, just the process of the overthinking led me down a dark spiral into this miry pit that caused PTSD. It caused anxiety. I had panic attacks. I ended up dealing with some depression in that because my mind created these worries and these thought patterns that were just all consuming. So it wasn't until I started uh, doing some of the things that I'm going to share with you in a moment that really helped me to kind of stop the vicious cycle of the overthinking in my mind to kind of gain control over that so that I could re-steer it, so to speak, and I could start healing. Now, ladies, once again, this can happen in any scenario. Maybe you're overthinking something that, you know, your child's at school and they're getting bullied and you're overthinking the process, right? But this really boils down to, especially those of us who have been through very hard circumstances in life, Uh, again, be it with our health, be it with relationships, finances, any aspect in our life, when it's something chronic, when it's something out of our control that has come upon us and it's traumatic, it can cause us to really try to overthink. And we do that because we're trying to fix it and we're trying to analyze it so that we can put the pieces together and so that we can bring a calm in the midst of the chaos that we've been through. So what are some things that you can do to stop the process of overthinking, to stop that vicious cycle of being on that hamster wheel in your mind and jump off so that you can start living life again and you can start healing and moving forward into where you want to be. Well, I've got five ways for you today. And ladies, I even have a bonus tip for you. Yes, I always like to bring a little extra extra for my ladies because I love you. Way number one, that you can get through the overthinking and kind of steer it in. The first one is this. Notice where you're stuck in your head. So what is it that's playing like a movie over and over and over, kind of like Groundhog Day? It's a perpetual cycle. It's a perpetual thought that is in your mind constantly. What is it? That's where you're stuck. It's kind of like, um, and and I'm going to date myself here a little bit, it's kind of like the records, the 45s and the 78s, and some of you don't even know what that is probably, but it's where there was a scratch on that record and the needle would get stuck there and it would kind of be like dang 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 (laughs) and it would not play the song because it was stuck in that one place and that's what happens when we have that same thought going over and over and over in our mind and we're trying to make sense of it and we can't we get stuck there so notice what that is for you and write it down So you need to really put it out there in the forefront so that you can recognize what is keeping you stuck in a thought process. So do some self-reflection and then write it out what is constantly playing over in your mind. What are you constantly focused on, constantly fixated on? Get it down so you have knowledge of what it is. Now that is number one. Number two is... Keep your focus 
on the steps of your healing journey. Listen, too many times we overthink the problem. We overthink the betrayal. We overthink the loss. We overthink the fact that we are chronically in pain. We are constantly fixated or focused on those things instead of focusing on the steps that we get to take to get through our healing journey. When we refocus ourselves and we are actually dialing in, so to speak, on where we get to walk out the process of our healing, it changes the trajectory for us. We actually become more powerful when we shift our focus. We become more aligned with our healing journey. And so instead of focusing in on the problem, shift the focus to the possibility. Instead of focusing in on the excuses, focus in on the reality that you get to move forward through the healing journey. All right, ladies, number three, I want you to challenge the thoughts with truth. Yes, challenge the thoughts with truth. When you find yourself overthinking something, when you find yourself overthinking the problem or let's say the the loss, the hurt, um, challenge it with truth. Because a lot of times when we are caught up in the vicious cycle of playing that thought process over and over in our mind, sometimes it changes and it's no longer full truth but it's miss it's truth mixed with exaggeration so to speak right because our mind wants to bring forth some kind of clarity in the midst of the chaos so sometimes we bring our own truth so to speak in there when it's not really truth at all so how do I do this well I'll take the thought that I'm dealing with and then I will look for scripture to counteract that because scripture is truth. God's word is truth. So if I'm focusing in on, well, nobody loves me or my life is always going to be like this or I will never get any better, those are lies from the enemy. God's word says that he came to bring me life and to bring it more abundantly. By his stripes, I am healed. These are the truths that you get to really absorb and really meditate on so that you can counter the thoughts that are keeping you hostage with the truth that sets you free. Number four, ladies, is this. Make sure that you're scheduling downtime. (laughs) Now, you might say, well, Lisa, during the downtime, my mind just goes haywire. All right, hold up. Let me help you with this. Downtime is not always downtime to where you're in silence. Now, while that's good, okay, while that can be very, very good, if you're not at a place there yet because your mind is like it'll go all over the place and you're still overthinking when it's really quiet, then instead of doing a quiet time, do a downtime. That can be taking yourself to go get a massage or a spa day or a mani-pedi. Maybe going for a run. Running or walking in the outdoors in God's creation can really bring such a release to your emotions, to your mind, 
and to your body. It's something about connecting with the creation that God has put us in that can reground us and it can bring us back foundationally to who we are in Christ so that he can start to take the overwhelming thoughts and to bring peace. Remember, ladies, he is the Prince of Peace. So being able to have downtime with him, let's say your downtime is in the Word, like you are sitting and doing maybe a long period of time reading his Word, Maybe you're going to pick up a good book that you need to be reading at this time, right? Finding Purpose in Your Pain, that's a good book out there. Uh, some of Lisa Turkhurst's books are fabulous. Christine Kane has some amazing books that are also out there. Finding books that really speak to you that are foundationally, scripturally based alongside of the Bible can be great downtime for you. And that also goes back to challenging the thoughts with the truth. Number three, with what I just gave you. So they can go hand in hand. But schedule some downtime. And maybe that even looks like a retreat. Invest in yourself. Go on a retreat, a woman's retreat. Um, maybe it's that you go up and have some downtime with girlfriends for a night. Whatever that downtime looks for you, where you can clear your mind and you can get regrounded in Christ and with those who are safe people, that will bring healing and stop the overthinking process and bring clarity and calm to your mind. Number five, ladies, is this change your channel. <laughs> you know, we watch TV, right? Or, you know, we're, we're flipping through the channel sometimes and we come across a show and we're sitting there watching it and maybe it's not really good for us. You know what I'm talking about? It's just not conducive with our faith, who we are morally as a woman. So we need to change the channel. We need to get it out from our eyesight. We need to not listen to it. We need to completely like either cut the TV off or change the channel. Okay, you feel me on that? I'm sure you do. Well, changing the channel when it comes to the overthinking process means to put yourself in a different place. Cut off the thoughts by maybe going to the gym. That's how I change my channel. Changing your environment Sometimes we overthink things because we are stuck in a rut in the same environment of what we've been dealing with traumatically in our life. So we need to change where we are. Maybe for some of you, that's to take a little trip. Again, that goes along with number four that I just spoke about, right? Maybe for some of you, it might mean that you need to maybe move and that's okay. Maybe it, you just need to back away from the space that you're in for a while, right? I know for me, you know, I went through a year-long separation with my husband when we went through betrayal. I needed to change the channel. I had to get away from what was not working for me. And I took that time away. So whatever that looks like for you, change the channel so that you can now refocus, and you notice, ladies, how all of these kind of work together. You can refocus your thoughts so that you can bring calm. Now, I did promise you a bonus, did I not? And I always, always will bring one to you. <laughs> so here's your bonus. And ladies, 
I, I saved this as the bonus one because I tell you, this has been a lifesaver for me so many times in my life with the things that have happened traumatically, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, whatever, right? The Kairos moments, which are basically defining moments in your life that have happened, whether they be high or low, I do what's called a brain dump. Yep, you heard me, a brain dump or a brain dumping session. What is that? This is where you get a notebook, you get your pen, you turn on some soft music, whatever it is. For me, it's jazz. I love jazz music. That's my jam. Grab a glass of wine, maybe your favorite latte, whatever it is. And you can do this outdoors. You can do this at your favorite coffee shop. You can do this, like I said, getting away somewhere or in your home, wherever. But take the time to take that notebook, that pen, and just allow the thoughts to flow. And as they are flowing, write them down. You're literally transferring all of the inundated thoughts that are constantly playing in your mind, the overthinking that's going on. You're taking it from the brain to the paper. You're getting it out of the mind onto the notebook. And what you're doing is you're clearing mind space. A lot of times, ladies, when we don't ever write it down and get it out on paper, it has nowhere to go but to constantly ride the hamster wheel in the mind. It stays there constantly turning over and over and over again because it has no outlet. But when we do that little exercise of brain dumping and we now take those thoughts and put them in a notebook, they have a place now that they can sit. And now our mind is not having to fixate on them anymore because we've housed them somewhere else. And if we need to go back to them, they have a place now that we can go back to should we desire to pick them back up. But I will tell you this, a lot of times when we brain dump and we get it out on paper and we clear the mind, you will find a calm that will come over you. You'll find that you're able to breathe a little better. You'll find that the weight of the world that you've been carrying has now been lifted off of you. And then after you brain dump, close the notebook and then put it aside and leave it for a few days. You might even want to leave it for a week or two. But then when you're ready, Come back to it and open it up and look at what you've written. And then you can say, okay, now that I have a clearer mindset, I have more of a peace within, what can I do to move myself through this to a place of healing? You see, ladies, when we spend the time to do this brain dumping exercise, it gives us the clarity so that when we do come back, a lot of times, we now are able to look at it with a fresh set of eyes, without the worry, without the anxiety, without the panic that we've been experiencing, a lot of times without the huge traumatic effect. And we're able to now process it at a better, deeper level so that we can now heal through it. Ladies, that one exercise for me,
has been a lifesaver in many, many different Kairos moments in my life. And I know for me, it's been truly a gift that God gave me. So ladies, those are your five tips plus your bonus. And if you start to do these, I guarantee you, I promise you, that God is going to help you move through from being stuck in the perpetual cycle of overthinking to now a place of freedom and calm in your mind so that you can move forward to be joyful in your life, healed and whole once again. So ladies, I hope that helped you today. How about share this with another woman? We all, as women, have a tendency to overthink. We're nurturers. We want to fix things. We are the multitaskers. That's how God created us. But also we deal with a lot of trauma and loss and circumstances that are thrown our way. And these are things that can help us. So if you know a woman who really needs to hear this today so she can start moving forward, how about share it out with her? I would so appreciate it and I guarantee you that she would as well. And ladies, I want to share with you that I have some teachings coming your way. Please stay tuned. Within the next couple of weeks, I've got a new mini course that will be launching. This podcast will take a little bit of a turn. I know we've been dealing with mostly betrayal lately, but I just felt like the Lord was leading me to really minister to women who have dealt with not just betrayal, but with traumatic events in life, with losses, and just the crud that life in general can shoot at us on any given day. I want to help you to work through that so that you can finally rise above the traumas of life, so that you can become the woman who God has created you to be and live out your full potential. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, ladies. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, had an aha moment, or were inspired to take the next step in your healing journey, by all means, leave me a review. It's the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Life Redesigned with Lisa Podcast, and I'll make sure to give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance you may be going through. Cheers to you, beautiful.